Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. We live in a divided nation, and what we try to do here on this show, on the Jeff and Jen morning show, is to bring people together because we're peacemakers. We love love like that. <laughs> and one way we do that is through Second Date Update. Let's talk to Danielle. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen morning show. Good morning. You went on a date with this guy, Joe, who we're going to try to reunite you with. If we can at least get an explanation as to why he's blowing you off. Tell us about him. Well, first of all, we met on Match. Um, I'm pretty active on the site, and I check it pretty much every day. Mm. And when he popped up, I figured he was pretty new at this, and I was right. Um, when we went out, I'm pretty sure I, he told me that I was his second date. Okay. And I'm sure that he's had a lot of women interested in him. So... You know, me not hearing back from him might be just like a case of him checking out all of his options. It's <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. But I, I mean, I just want to know why he hasn't given me at least a call or a quick text back after our date. Yeah, even like a hang in there. Like, yeah, I am checking out and dating other women, but you're kind of cool, so right. don't go too far. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that because, you know, it's match and, and I get it. And there's lots of options out there, but I actually thought we had a really cool date. Right. Nice. So tell us about that date. I mean, it was cool. We met up at Frida's and, you know, margaritas and tacos and more margaritas. And we had a lot of great conversation. I thought we had chemistry. I mean, it's honestly the best date, even match, no match that I've had in a while. I mean, the guy is smart and successful and he's good looking and he laughed at my jokes and he completely flirted with me. I mean, about the only thing that I will say is that at the end of the date, he seemed a little tired, maybe. I don't know what it was. I mean, maybe it was like all the margaritas. Right. Mm -hmm. But he did seem a little bit off. So what ended up happening is that we parked close to each other. So we gave each other hugs in the parking lot. And I thanked him for the really nice time. And that was it. And then I texted him the next morning to say I had a great time and nothing radio silence. Wow. Mm -hmm. All righty then. Okay, well, we got enough to work with. We'll start from there. We'll take a break. 
get the phone number from you and try to call Joe and see what his dating situation is. I met me was Match, you said, right? Yes. And why he went silent. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen, second date update on Q102. All right, so Danielle went out with this guy, Joe, that she met on Match, and she's pretty. she said she's pretty active on the site. She uses it quite a bit, and we can only assume Joe does too because after their great date, it seems as though Joe is off doing something else. Whatever he's doing, he hasn't contacted Danielle, and even Danielle allows for the fact that maybe he's dating other women on Match, which is okay, but it'd be nice to at least get a text back or a, hey, that was fun, or... I'm not interested. Right, Mm -hmm. something, but they did have a great date. Things got a little weird at the end of the night where he seemed like he was off and she's not sure why. They came separately, but they both parked in the same lot. And was there a kiss at the end of the night? I don't remember. No, just a hug. And then she never heard anything from him again. Did I leave anything important out? No, I think you got it all down. All right. Let's see what Joe's deal was and why his mood changed there near the end. Hey, Joe, it's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you? Oh, uh, the, the radio station. Yes, sir. D- would you uh, have a couple minutes that we could talk to you on the radio? Uh, sure. We talked to someone who is was very impressed with you, said some very nice things about you. Her name is Danielle. And I know you guys have been dating different people on Match. Uh, you guys went on a yeah. date in Covington, and I don't know. She sure. she had a she actually had a pretty good time, and I, I think she kind of assumed that you would be dating. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...other people but was still nevertheless disappointed that she hadn't heard from you. And I don't know. I, I think you got to her. I think she's curious as to why. And she wants to know why I didn't call her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we are too. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Simple. Quote, simple answer. She's an idiot. Wow. You know, at the end of our date. Wow. You know, at the end of the date. Listen. At the end of our date, she just mentioned that she's a volunteer for Donald Trump's campaign. That was it. Ah, uh, and you are obviously lunatic. not a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> oh. Of course not. He's a freaking lunatic and a joke. Yeah, I'm not going to be interested in anybody who's stupid enough to support him. Okay. Like I'm not interested in that. <laughs> so, <laughs> who who do you unreal. support, Joe? <laughs> Was supporting Sanders, but it doesn't really look like the the numbers are are in his favor anymore. Really? Because so. I'll tell you, you fooled me. I really, you sound like a Donald Trump supporter yeah. to me. Yeah, you sound a little angry. <laughs> She's an idiot. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm that's just, it. I, I'm just not really happy with a lot of this, those supporters. He just he's not good news at all. He just supports hate, and I, I guess I'm just kind of I'm pretty bitter and I'm pretty pissed. 
And, and what really? I know. Well, it's you know, for those who do hate the Donald, it's not looking good. Right. So, at what point in the evening did you figure out that she is a volunteer for the Trump campaign? It was. It was at the end. She. There you uh, go. There's your answer right there. Yeah. Remember, she said that he got. He was seemed a little tired yeah. or something at the end. So Adam that explains it. Kind of. Kind of killed the whole. The whole night. I had a good time, and then that happened. So. I'm really surprised with your passion here on the phone that you didn't say something to her right then and there. I didn't want to get confrontational in front of her. You know, just want to leave it at that and just kind of. Yeah. And it was the end of the date. So why hash it out at the end? Just say, all right, bye. Well, interestingly enough, I I don't know if you're familiar with our show or second date update, but she happens to be on the phone with us right now. Great. (laughs) Didn't have a chance (laughs) to tell you that. But Danielle, if you're still with us, we now know what the issue is. Yeah. Wow. I, I really wasn't expecting that. I mean, part of me wishes that the political conversation would have happened earlier in the date so we could have gotten deeper into it. Hmm. And then I really would have realized at that point what a d- he is. Wow. Okay. Name calling I, is not a sport. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than never mind. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask? I don't understand why. And I see this all the time now. There was a time when in this country you could have two people coexisting in a relationship, supporting different candidates and have different political philosophies, but would respect each other's opinion and be able to function and go on. And no. that just seems to have disappeared. Well, that's just crazy talk, Jeff. Evidently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we're at a different time now. It's this time around our country's in in deep, deep trouble. And frankly, I cannot support somebody who it's absolutely crazy. You know, I and think I it's rooted in fear. Anybody who supports that. Yeah, so. totally. It's all rooted in fear. And, you know, you, if you're sitting there thinking the person that's opposing you is going to cause the death and destruction of one and all. Yeah. Yes. Then you're right about but, that. But, that's, but that really is what we've come to think. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's exactly. About anyone that disagrees with us. Well, and that's exactly how the politicians play us. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you strike fear into people, then you're going to be able to sway them one way or another. Oh, yeah. Just watch House of Cards. Oh, you're you so ain't kidding. right about that. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Well, listen, I'm sorry that, uh, that this is what it is, that this is the issue. But this is something that a lot of people are obviously very passionate about right now. And I'm Sorry, your yeah, differences. And honestly, are... now that I know, I'm so glad I never heard back from him. So thank mm. you guys. Okay, dialogue over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish you both luck in life and in the election. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Take care, Danielle. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Joe. Yep. <laughs> That's that. And that is that. So if you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, you can call us 513-749-2320 or shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. You know, now that uh, Ted Cruz has suspended his campaign. Right. Would you like to play a game? Uh, I would. Yes. Later. (laughs) We actually, coming up, we have a uh, a very special, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anniversary? Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, we want to commemorate. Something that happened 25 years ago here on Q102, and it involves an old familiar voice. And so we want to get to that coming up next with Jeff and Jen. And then, yes, Jen, I do want to play your your, okay. your Ted Cruz game. It's all coming up here in the next 10 minutes. Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. It is 820. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I want to... 
share something kind of cool with you. This is an email that we got the other day from Rob celebrating a very important day today. He says, uh, let's see, dear Jeff and Jen, my anniversary is tomorrow being today, and I was wondering if uh, I could call you guys and you could call my wife so we could wish her a special happy 25th. He's taking the day off to go pick up roses to surprise Aww, her and everything. Nice. But it would be extra special if he could acknowledge her on Q102 because it was 25 years ago that he proposed to her on this very radio station. How cool that is that? That is cool. With DJ Mark Sebastian. Do you want to hear how it all went down? Please. Check this out. This is going back in time. You, you all will remember this. You know, if you've grown up in Cincinnati, you've been here yeah, long enough to know. Mm-hmm. Then you'll recognize Mark Sebastian's voice. You guys go together or what? What's yeah. the deal with you? Are you married or, or no? This girlfriend, boyfriend. Oh, how long you been dating? Um, about four months. Oh, you guys in love or what? Um, yeah. <laughs> he says yes, and she says no. That makes me a little nervous. <laughs> I didn't say no. I said um, yeah. We yeah. Are. are you in love? Sure. Even after four, six months of dating? Yeah. Think you're in love? Yeah. You sure about this? Yeah. Okay. You really love her, Rob? Yeah, a lot. Are you sure? Positive. I mean, you look like a young man. I don't want you to <laughs> tell you what. Don't you think it's about time, at this point in your lives, that maybe you kind of firm this thing up a little bit? Yeah. This relationship you have? Yeah, I think so. Amy? What? what? I don't believe you. You know that I love you. And uh, I know that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. So I decided to do something <laughs> special. <laughs> Something that you always remember. So, Amy, will you do me the honor of being my wife? Um, yeah. Of course I will. All right! She said, yeah! Yeah! Amy and Rob are going to get married. This is unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, mommies and daddies, live on the radio. Rob and I set this up a few months ago. Amy doesn't know a thing about this. Rob just asked Amy to marry him on Q102, the tears are unbelievable. Look at these two. They're sucking face right now. Amy, how do you feel, sweetheart? Come on. Oh, God. I'm sorry, how do you feel? I can't believe this. I didn't even know anything about this. My birthday's <laughs> in like four days, but I didn't expect anything like this. We set you up, Amy. You it's fell for TV it. It's on TV, too. It's on TV. That's <laughs> Channel 12 News. <laughs> You're going to be on the news tonight, Amy. <laughs> Gotcha. Tell you what, one more kiss for the camera. We'll get out of here and play your favorite love song. Look at that. Rob, watch the tongue there, please. Come on. There it is, Mark Sebastian on Q102 25 years ago with Rob and Amy. And here he is 25 years later. Rob, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you? I guess the proposal would have been more than 25 years ago. It it was, well, we've been married 25, so it was 26 years, about 26 and a half years ago. Wow. Look at that. And has it been a really wonderful, awesome 26 years? Yes, it has. Yes. Has this 26-year-long relationship produced any children? We have two boys. Oh, wow. wow. And how old are they? Uh, one is 21, and the other one is 17. Okay, so you're probably not a grandfather yet. No, not yet. Hopefully that you not know for of. a while. Right. Right. <laughs> well, congratulations. What was that like Thank all you. the way back then? I mean, how nervous were you? Very nervous. Um, I had told her that we won tickets to a concert to get her to go to the studio. And when we got there, she knew I had been in college to take broadcasting courses and had met several people. And I asked if I could go in the 
talk to Sebastian. And they said, sure. So we went back and talked to him, and that's when I proposed to her. Wow. That's so cool. How old were you guys at the time? I think I was 24 and she was 21. Mm, Well, I'm so glad you made it because, you know, so many marriages don't these days. Yes, ma'am. Did you give any of your kids a middle name of Q102 or anything like that? No. I don't think she would have wished for that. (laughs) So what are we doing? Are we calling her? We're going to wish her her a happy anniversary? Okay. Yes, we are. All right. And I'm assuming she doesn't know she's about to go on the radio. No, she does not. Okay. Just like she, just like back then. Hopefully, she answers. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. We got Tim and Fritch here, and the whole gang. Hi, Good morning. Amy. Hi. How are you guys? <laughs> Doing good. good. We understand today's uh, a very special day. It is a very special day. I can only imagine how you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to your wife, Rob. Hi, Amy. Hi, Happy Rob. anniversary. Happy anniversary. I figured 25 years later, we do it the same way we uh, did it when we proposed. Uh, yeah, so I should meet you for Janet Jackson tickets? Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. I don't know if you even remember. What was the, the love song? What was your favorite love song that Mark was going to play? Our song that we danced to at our wedding was The Price of Love by Bad English. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, you, never that hear, song. you never hear that song anymore. I so, uh, love Bad English. Yeah. Second Bad yeah, English. Where are they it was a really good song. <laughs> Is that the song that he played, or was there another song he played um, after that? That was it. A Linda Rodstamp song with Aaron Neville. No, it was, it was Price of Love. Oh, my goodness. Look, they don't even remember. I know, and they're about to get in a fight <laughs> And over now it. the fight starts on year 25. There we go. <laughs> Did they play another song? I have no idea. I was kind of shocked, and I think Mark Sebastian gave me some alcohol to drink. So, I, yeah, I don't really remember. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. We I brought have cocktails some, in today, too. <laughs> we happen to have some old Forrester in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going we're gonna to toast in your honor. Oh, thank you. Happy anniversary to you both. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yes. but 25 is a big one, so yeah. I hope, Rob, you don't think that uh, this phone call gets you out of having to get her a card and a present. Yes. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay, it just good. adds to the gift, Jen. <laughs> yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving love. Yes, right. <laughs> right. All right, gang, we'll talk to you in another 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> hope so. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, take, take care. care. Congrats. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's hope we're all still here in 25 years. Uh, <laughs> that's touch and go. I'm not sure I'm going to make it till 10. I know. <laughs> we hold each other. Oh. Gotta love love, right? right? It's your lighters out. Sometimes I can't give enough. 8.27. That's Got some sunshine out there right now, but cloudy skies later, and then after 11 o'clock, a good chance of rain and thunder throughout the majority of the day. Tapering off tonight, we'll see a high of 60. Right now, it's 52 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q1. Yeah, she's got her ear to the ground, her eyes focused on anything and everything pop culture. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's hot, if it's happening, mm-hmm. she knows about it here is What's Hot with Fritch. Well, this is a special occasion, What's Hot with Fritch, because I actually brought in a little bit of booze today, and I didn't want everybody, like, drinking booze at, you know, 6.40 in the morning. 
So here's the fun thing. This is... 640 is where we draw the booze line, evidently. <laughs> well, I know it's not. I mean... You know, 850 is so much better. It is. Well, just because I feel like 640, we everyone's getting their coffee. Now. They're getting a little breakfast mm. in their body. Now that we've had... we now got food in our stomach. Yes. Okay. So what I brought you today is this coming weekend, of course, is Kentucky Derby weekend. This is like the mecca of all holidays in Kentucky. Right. Every proud Kentuckian loves everything about the Derby. Derby. And the drink of choice at the Kentucky Derby mm. is always the mint julep. And something that a lot of people don't like to do is make the mint julep because it's kind of like a little bit of work. A lot of labor. It's because a labor-intensive drink. Because you have to, like, muddle the mint. <laughs> you have to make the simple syrup. They like for you to crush the ice and everything. Mm. And Old Forester is actually the official Kentucky bourbon for the Kentucky Derby. So um, I went to the Kentucky Derby website, and they actually have a recipe for Old Forester. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. So what they do is that they actually have an already pre-made Old Forester mint julep mix that you can buy. I took one sip. I think I'm already drunk. Well, that's the thing about the mint julep is that it is a little heavy on the old bourbon. But basically... You can find ooh. this. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Jeff is not a fan either. You know what? It's not even the bourbon. It's this. It's, it's too mint, sweet for too me. Too sweet? Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing, though, too, with the mint julep. It is kind of sweet. When you go to the actual Kentucky Derby, they take the Old Forester. They mix it mm. together with simple syrup and mint. Okay. You're supposed to muddle the mint in the bottom. Right. And then pour in the simple syrup. And then you pour in the Old Forester. And it is a very strong cocktail. Yeah. Do we have some regular it bourbon is. to wash this down with? <laughs> I didn't bring you anything regular, oh, and I just brought in the Old Forester. Right. But if wow. you are having a Kentucky Derby party, and you don't want to go ahead and make out the old school Old Forester, you can actually find this. I got this one at Jungle Gems. They have it at the party source. If you want more details, you can go to WKRQ.com. Boy, the money Ooh. these bourbon makers, the, the, the money they make off of these commemorative bottles. Yes. This... <laughs> so you're buying the same stuff. You're just buying yes. a fancy a bottle. This I actually only paid, I think, $25 for, but it was right next to the Woodford right. uh, Kentucky Derby edition, which I think was going for like 47 something. Well, the 750, I, I can tell you, the yeah. 750 milliliter bottle was going for $42. 42. Yep. And, but if you get like the regular Woodford Reserve in the 750 milliliter bottle, I found it on Sailor Kroger for twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, see, that's nice. Mm. And they also have right now, if you're into bourbon commemorative bottles, they actually have an American Pharaoh Maker's Mark, who American Pharaoh was the Triple Crown winner last year, like the mecca of all little horse racing horses the maker's mark commemorative is the real expensive one and that it? one is like 77 to 80 dollars and that's depending on where you can find it because i do know that over the weekend when it was released they were doing like one bottle per person for the entire day kind uh, of thing at certain liquor stores so if you're lucky enough to find it and you are a bourbon collector and you like the bottles that's something maybe you should seek for but so Mint juleps for everybody. Cheers. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Yes. Thank you for Get your buzz on. <laughs> sweet, huh? It's a little sweet, but it is sweet. That's it's the thing good. that a lot of people don't understand. And when you do order this at the Derby, you do actually have the option to get it in the Kentucky Derby commemorative glass, and that's something that they've been doing for all of the Kentucky Derbies. And some people actually have the glass from. Like they save them. Yes, they save them and they get passed down from like family member to family member to family member. And if you are looking for an authentic Kentucky Derby glass, I do know you can find them at the party source. Uh, hmm. 
I'm still going to finish it even yeah. though it's sweet. I got a whole bottle of this stuff. Sure. You can have mine. <laughs> How many things do you have in your closet? And some helpful ways to keep your shoes from smelling. It is Wednesday, May 4th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Time Magazine just released a list of the 50 most influential gadgets of all time. Their technology editors and writers put this together, and they made some pretty bold choices. Top five. Number five, the IBM Model 5150 PC. It was the beginning of the personal home computer era. I never owned one. And I don't think I had any friends that did. It was the Macintosh that came later. That was 1984. I felt like we had hmm. those IBMs at school. You like probably it was did. I think we did too. The first thing, and it was real big and bulky. Commodore 64s. Yeah. You got the Tandies, and you got the Apple IIe. Yeah, I remember Oregon some Trail. of those. Yeah. Sony Walkman came in at number four, the first simple portable music player that was affordable. I loved that. I had the yellow sports model. Ooh. I know. Remember when you Fancy. and your so friends, athletic. When you and your friends would get together <laughs> and you would all have your Walkmans and oh, you would yeah. switch tapes. Mm-hmm. That was the best. Make, well, you'd make mixtapes yeah. for your Walkman. And you'd be like, what's on yours? Yeah. And the cassettes, the, the clear ones mm-hmm. that had like the bright neon colors on them. Do you remember those? Yep. Oh. I found, speaking of that, I actually found real mixtapes. You but, did? But I didn't make them for something. Like, they were my mixtapes that I would listen to. <gasps> you made to, for you? That I made for me. They weren't loved ones that you made for somebody else? Don't you also remember sitting in front of the, because I grew up listening to Q102, and I remember sitting for hours listening to the Top 40 <laughs> Countdown, like praying to God with pause and record and pause hit. Mm-hmm. Play and record and pause hit and praying to God I could get the beginning of the song. And get so mad at the DJ for talking yes! over it. <laughs> I'd be like, he talked on top of Jordan Knight. Why, God? Shut why? up. Would you shut up? The Sony Trinitron. <laughs> I the just Sony got rid of Trinitron. mine a few years ago. I had it and it still worked. I don't even know what I mean, that it is. wasn't my primary TV. I had it in a bedroom. But I mean, that thing weighed like 400 tons. Fritchie, the Sony Trinitron was the first really good color TV. They had had other color TVs before that, but none of them looked as good as the Sony Trinitron. Was it like a console TV? No, it was just a regular TV. Oh, it came in different big. sizes, but it was it was just big. I don't know. Big. I, I think mean, a bit well big comparatively. I mean, mine was a twenty-seven inch, and that was about oh, that the is biggest. Big. Yeah, <laughs> there was. No, I mean, I want to say like most families probably had something about half that size, but but that was just a really good color TV that just became sort of the mainstream household Trinitron. color television that most people had in their homes. And then at number one comes the iPhone. It was the first phone that was just a touch screen. It introduced the concept of the app. And considering how technologically advanced it was, you never needed to read the directions because it was that intu- it is that intuitive. I remember that yep. about you being like, oh, you have to like it. It's so user friendly. You don't have to take a course on it. It just does its own thing. Well, that's just it. Somebody that gets an iPhone, it doesn't take long for them to play with it and you figure were it in out. Love. You were enthralled. Oh, oh I'm yeah. Still in, I still it love was, the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because I never knew anyone that loved a StarTac more than you. Oh, I loved my Motorola StarTac. Mm-hmm. That was the greatest cell so phone of all time. For you to love. Yeah, for me to move on. Mm-hmm. I know. I do miss that. 
Yeah, you know, and it's so funny because in TV shows and in movies, they still always use flip phones because it's so much more dramatic to hang up. Yeah, it's like dropping <laughs> the mic. You know? <laughs> yeah. You always see him. <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> I love the Motorola StarTac. <laughs> My parents both have flip phones. <sighs> you know, I think I'm going to look for a Motorola StarTac on eBay and buy it. Not activate it, just have it, you know. Are you going to get the extended battery, that that really fat battery that you put on the back of it? If it makes it sound better when I close like, it, maybe. Oh, it will. It'll be more powerful. Yeah. Have more oomph to it. Yep. So a new survey asked moms what they want for Mother's Day, and they looked at the most popular gift in each state. Let's see. For Kentucky, flowers came in first. Mm-hmm. Indiana was cosmetics. Yeah. Which I find interesting, but makeup is a very expensive gift. Sometimes. Very personal, too. It's tough to buy makeup for other people. You better know exactly what it is that they mm-hmm. like and want. But in Ohio, mm-hmm. homemade cards. Yay! Love that. The personal touch. Yeah. Moms yeah. love homemade cards. You don't sound very excited about that, Jen. Well, I you know, I, my mom. I don't know about you know how excited my mom would get if I made her a homemade card. She wants a she Mac might. lipstick instead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I think we're talking jewelry here. Oh, that's but yeah. Interestingly enough, jewelry jewelry is only the most popular gift in three states: New Jersey, Alabama, and New York. I really don't want to move to New Jersey or New York. Maybe Alabama is the answer. Roll Tide. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hot there, though, so get it together before you go. Cash came in first in two states. I didn't know cash was an option. That's funny, giving mom money. Kansas and South Carolina. Cash is king. Do you guys have your Mother's Day presents picked out? I already delivered them last weekend. Oh, what did you do? What did you get? I got my mom a cool adult Mother's Day coloring book. Oh, Oh, very nice. You got her the swear word coloring book. No, it was ones they made specially for Mother's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What about you? I think my mother went into the witness protection program because last Mother's Day, she's like, don't send me anything. Not here. (laughs) 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 Okay. Really? So you can't I can't tell you anymore. Oh, wow. What did you get your Stop mom, Jen? It. I'll get her jewelry. Nice. Yeah, I always do. She has one of those troll beads. I've got her all hooked up in troll beads. My mom is so simple. She wanted bracelet. a phone charger for her car and a new case for her iPhone 4. Mm, nice. That's wow. easy. She wanted one with colors. Did you have to go on eBay to find one? Oh, my one? God. Totally. Amazon.com. <laughs> and yep. it's coming, I think, from China. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Probably. So the estimated delivery date is like July 3rd. No joke. Oh, yeah. No it joke. Is. That's how it works. It's coming over on the boat. It was Pro- only it was only two ninety nine though. That's so. funny. Yeah. Prime doesn't work, and it's coming from China. She'll have it five minutes. It'll break. <laughs> hey, it's what she wanted. Well, she'll I find out it. it's toxic She could have said jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. She could have said, yeah, I want to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what I want for Mother's Day. I just want a day off. All right, we got to take it. Oh, no. Um, you know what? I forgot I'm playing through. Playing through. We're playing through. Mind if we play through? Mm-hmm. Play through. If you steal your from your kid's piggy bank, do you feel guilty? Well, you should. Here's an even better question. Do you worry that your parents used to steal from you? New survey found 46% of parents have taken money out of their kids' piggy banks. They've stolen an average of $31 in the past year. I don't know why I find that funny. 
but 10% have taken at least 73 bucks out of their kids' piggy bank. Hmm. And there's more. The survey also found that moms, moms are more likely to take money out than dads. But when dads do take money out, even though it's not as frequently as the mothers do, the dads take way more money. And only 39% of the kids even noticed the money was missing. So I guess it's not that big a deal. Did it yeah, say anything about spotting them? They're like, do they pay it back later? Do they? Probably know. sometimes. 93% of the parents swear up and down that they replace the money regardless. <laughs> I believe that. I just remember like if we didn't have lunch money, like one, lunch was $1.20 every day. And my dad would always give us the dollar, but we had to take the 20 cents like out of mom's cash fund mm-hmm. on top of her dresser. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacob doesn't have any like money stashed anywhere. When he was a baby, he had a piggy bank, and if I needed a little extra money for smokes or McDonald's, I would yeah. go in there. Hey, you're doing his laundry, right? Totally. That's he's, right. he's five months old. He doesn't know. He gave birth to that kid. Mommy mm. needs her smokes. <laughs> and my marble ultralights. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves you? <laughs> All right. After the Jacksonville Jaguars got one of the best draft classes in the NFL, a reporter interviewed a woman on the street about the team. So she started talking about the beach house she used to live in back in 1995. I love, I love live television. So they say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit and i was in miami with my new beach house well it was a couple minutes from the beach it's been 20 years since then we haven't been too strong in the last few years oh we've been strong we're just playing by the rules you can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i have no idea what you're talking about but that's the beauty of live television yes i mean wouldn't you be tempted if you did live tv to try to find that guy yes (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's probably why none of us would last very long. Yeah, or the camera television. guy at uh, the Reds game. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. Who to put on the big screen? Mm-hmm. Who can I find? What kind of trouble can I get into today? <laughs> this guy in Australia had a kangaroo attack his car on Sunday night. I wonder how often that happens. Oh, Crazy stuff happens in Australia. They it does also, sound like it. They also said, I was watching uh, Ellen one time, and she and Portia were talking about how sometimes kangaroos just go kind of crazy for no reason. Like, they're very aggressive. Kind of like deer do. Kind of like what? Deer. Deer can go crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, they'll like dart across a street or something or go but run no, through a yard. Deer, no, deer will. What do you mean? Like they attack people? Oh, God. They go after women. They will, really? And they'll yes. Buck, and they'll buck your car. Like, especially if they're in mating season. During mating season, like if you're at a park or something, whatever, they can come up and they'll buck your car. No kidding. Oh, my God. We've had, where I grew up, like deer chase down women. My mom has had to run from deer before. Mm. Where the hell did you grow up? I'm telling you, this is, <laughs> I've never heard of such a I thing. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, the men had to get together and go shoot this deer. Because what? it was, yes, it was going get, after women. And well, they all get, the townspeople got together. And yeah, well, it's kind of like, guys, what are we going to do? The men all gathered up at a pickup yes, truck. and the men are like, what are we going to do about went this? Went to hunting. I don't know. Looking for a well, doe. They get diseases <laughs> yeah. that are similar to like rabies in dogs. And I don't even know what, I don't know what it's called. But they get something similar and they it's get kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. God, it goes to show, I know nothing about nature. 
I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? When fire, when shots are being fired, <laughs> you're the guy. That's, That's right. right. Hit the deck, ladies. <laughs> yeah, well, we all have our skill set. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, this, this kangaroo attacks this guy's car on Sunday night in Australia, and he got it all on his dash cam. The kangaroo, the kangaroo jumped out in front of him while he was driving. He barely stopped in time, but the kangaroo was so spooked at that point, it jumped on the hood and just like had a complete and total temper tantrum and cracked the car's windshield. Whoa. God. Holy. Oh, The kangaroo was pissed. What cartoon is it where the kangaroo's wearing red boxing gloves? Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> do I don't know. <laughs> it's me. You know, that doesn't sound familiar to you? No. Kangaroo? Uh-huh. Where kangaroo? Did you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.